Stay tuned for Love Talk with the love ladies, Evelyn, Carrie, and Kathy. Love talking today about never giving up. Thank you, Gavin. We are in the studio today, and this is a wonderful day today in, in the city of Austin. I want to thank you for joining us at Love Talk at the Bridge, Austin, Central Texas Talk, and uh, we're celebrating joy and the thrill of the whole. Today we're going to be talking about never giving up. That's our second of two programs, and we're going to press in and share our private journeys <laughs> in prayer and highlight our recent parentship to Washington, D.C., and just uh, so thrilled today to have our sweet friend, um, lady, first lady, love lady, Carrie Brinkater in studio. And we call her coach and our wonderful, wonderful Miss Kathy Enderbrock in studio from us from all the way from Boise, Idaho. Aren't we happy, ladies? Oh, it's a great day to be with you guys. I cannot believe it. I mean, the sun is out shining. I'm in Austin, Texas. All of the beautiful blue bonnets are out, like just covering uh-huh. everything. And I get to be in studio with you today. It's awesome. It's great to see your face, Kathy. I've missed you. It's awesome to hear your voice um, week after week and to get caught up with our <clears> girls <throat> that and our and our and our families. But man, it's just great to have you in studio today. And we get to have Kathy in studio for two shows, which is awesome. <laughs> what it is. You know, our, we're on this journey um, of talking about gaps in life, Miss Carrie. Is that right? Yeah, we're in this journey about talking about gaps, about God's appointed places and what we do um, when we feel like we're in a gap and knowing that God has appointed us to be right there in that space at that time and how we deal with all of the things that go along with being in gaps. Lots to love talk today as we press in and press forward and never give up. We continue on that beautiful adventure. So our key verse today, ladies, is let us not grow weary of doing Mm -hmm. good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Galatians 6, 9. You gals took a phenomenal journey to Washington, D.C. for several days um, March, uh, beginning March 11th, and wow, what a journey you guys had, and I tell you what, there were several times when you guys had to tell yourselves, never, never, never give yeah. up. Yeah, <clears throat> do not give up. Look uh, look and see what God is doing, and and I love that, vo- that verse that you said from Galatians, Carrie, let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. I mean, that is just an absolute promise. I mean, you can bank on that, that that you will reap if you do not give up, that not to grow weary in doing good. And so that whole saying, never, never, never give up, it perfectly summarizes that verse from Galatians. And there's this movie out called The Darkest Hour. It's about, um, you know, Winston Churchill and rallying Great Britain and um, England specifically when they're fighting against the Nazis and the Nazis are winning and Europe is falling and uh, France has fallen, Italy has fallen, and people are saying, let's just try and make peace with Hitler. And Winston Churchill said, you cannot negotiate with the tiger when your head is in its mouth. And so uh, Winston just dug in deep. He pressed forward and he rallied the people saying, never, never, never gives up and never, never, never give up. And, you know, last week, 
when we talked all about our trip to Washington, D.C., we really focused on everything that God did, all these amazing Mm -hmm. things that he did in these places and all the wonderful things that went well. But we didn't really talk about anything that went wrong. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's sometimes it's so hard. Delayed. Yes, it's it's so hard sometimes to to really – continue to not grow weary and to continue Mm -hmm. to not give up and and to press forward when things around us are not going according to plan. And, you know, sometimes when we just feel devastated and we feel like the enemy has really taken ground that was once securely ours and, and we get fearful, we get tempted to concede victory that God has promised to us, um, we need to not uh, give up. We need to take heart and uh, press forward and to stand up and stand on those promises of God, God knowing that we will reap that harvest when we don't give up. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about this this D.C. visit. This is our second show of, of the two around this D.C. visit and uh, such a unique experience, one like I have never mm. had in mm. my life. And we're going to get pretty personal talking about the things that went wrong mm-hmm. and how God worked very uniquely in those circumstances to do more <laughs> than we could ever have asked for or imagined would happen. I think we need to give him a big hand of applause this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he ne- the Lord never gives up on us. He, you know, we, we talk about, well, I'll just give this up. It's not working. Or, this dress doesn't fit. I'll just do something else. Uh, <clears throat> the Lord doesn't look at us that way. And the thing that is so exciting about living in times like these is the opportunities that he gives us to go into the gaps of life where people have no life, where they're, they're looking for everything, at everything, to try to put together a plan or a purpose or a passion or even one principle for a life. And we experienced a lot of that in D.C., and we're going to talk about that today. Well, I tell you what, friends, Miss Evelyn and and Kathy have shared so much. I would encourage you to go to Love Talk Network if you did not catch the first show in this series about this amazing prayer initiative to Washington, D.C. And I encourage you to go and check that out on the archives. It should be up very, very soon. And you can check that out so you can listen to both shows. Now, guys, we talked about how there were times things were going wrong. Everyone was exhausted. Friends, as you can imagine, I mean, they went to, their goal was to go to 535 offices in the Senate and House buildings in two and a half days with 24 people. That's a tall initiative. And Kathy, you you orchestrated things and you um, timed things, developed things. But with with something this grand and this big, you had to think that something was going to go wrong. Well, here we go. We're going to get personal today. Are you two guys up for it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I'm I'm prepared. I'm I'm relaxed is what I am. Well, that's good. (laughs) But I'm excited because we've seen a vision of what God's doing when you don't think he's present sometimes. And this is the thing that we really should never give up on is we may may want to get out of the gap we're in. And that's God's appointed place. And go do something else. But he, until he releases us to do that, then we're not going to have the power 
and the purpose and the passion to do what he has planned for us to do. So. Well, you know, praying with congressional members and staff at 535 offices, including the Supreme Court, and your mm-hmm. other goal was to present each office with the book Praising and Praying Across America uh, so that they would be encouraged knowing that people across our nation are praying for them. So the entire initiative revolved around prayer and a book on prayer. Well, what happened, gals? (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn, oh my gosh, do you want to share first or should I dig in? Well, you know, we talked last week about the, the positive things of our prayer initiative and around two elements. One was praying for the congressional members and their staff at all of these offices, 535, Mm -hmm. and then uh, including the Supreme Court and presenting each office uh, with the book Praying Praying Across Texas. I'm praying across America. So that we would be encouraged knowing that people across our nation are praying for them. That was our message. Van and I, Van did the introduction and I did the preaching. And so what it was, was I said that um, we have come today to um, give you some good news and to bless you. Mm. And in doing that, uh, we then just immediately went into his little thing. And then he said to me, and, um, you know, this we... We have a couple of things we want to give you because we did have a, we had the prayer guide, uh, the prayer calendar, and it was absolutely astounding to me to see that uh, on Monday morning when we got there that God was already there. <laughs> he was. I mean, he was already there giving us incredible favor in those offices. And, I mean, something that was so interesting to us, and it was uh how do you say, just started us off Monday going, okay, Lord, what on earth are we going to do? Because, Carrie, as you said, the whole initiative revolved around praying at 535 offices and presenting them with this book, Mm. Praying and Praising Across America. Well, guess what? When we got there Monday morning, there were no books. There were no books anywhere. Nobody knew where the books were. And so uh, our sponsoring congressman's office called in and said, hey, what is going on with these books? They said, I, I don't know, what books? And we, we, we got the tracking numbers. We tracked the books, and they had gotten to security, and then poof, they had disappeared. And we looked, had they been delivered somewhere else? Well, we don't know. They don't show that they'd been delivered someone else. Did they make it to Washington, D.C.? Yes, they made it to Washington, D.C., and it took us so the so – we completely had to change our mm-hmm. plans, change how we were going to do this, hoping that before we left, somehow these books would show up. <laughs> and so what what we finally discovered after making a few calls and getting a few individuals to help us out was that what had happened in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. with the bomber uh, shipping bombs in these boxes, well, what did Washington have? They had... Uh, 15 boxes show up from Texas, right? Mm -hmm. And so they were saying, yeah, we're not letting these boxes out anywhere because they're from Texas. Texas has a wild, crazy bomber. They are staying right where they are. And so security would not release those books to us. And we said, God, this entire initiative is about praying and about encouraging Mm -hmm. these offices with this book, Praising and Praying Across America, like you've just taken away 50% of the initiative. What do we do? 
and I cannot wait to tell everyone what he did. So we're going to we're going to take a short break. We're going to hear from our amazing sponsors and we're going to let you know what God did with those books right after this. And so you agree were you disappointed like how did your plans have to change or whatever? From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Drive. Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love ladies. Oh, goodness. I pray your Saturday is going well. I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we are in studio today with the lovely and talented Mrs. Kathy Endebrock, and of course, our champion and our mentor, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. Thank you so much for joining us today on this beautiful Saturday here, and I know that people are listening all across the nation and across the world because you can listen on our app at The Bridge. So if you haven't found that yet, I would encourage you to download that onto your phone so that you can listen to The Bridge at any time, anywhere. We are talking today with Kathy and Evelyn about their journeys to Washington, D.C., and that they kind of had to adopt the saying, never, never, never give up. Because even though Kathy is a meticulous planner, I just want you to imagine 
all of the moving parts that went into this trip, organizing hotel rooms for 24 people, organizing, getting into congressmen and senators' offices, offices, the Supreme Court, praying for the Supreme Court on the steps of the Supreme Court, and the drivers, the everything that was involved, getting the books where they need to go, and having everyone meet at a certain time, at a certain place, and making sure that security clearances were met, and all of those things, all of those details were meticulously planned. Yet, as you can imagine, some things didn't go quite right. And so this initiative was built on two things, prayer and a book initiated by Miss Evelyn, Praising and Praying Across America, written by Miss Evelyn and many other authors across the country. It was going to be given to all of these people. Well, the books, I tell you what, the Austin Bomber messed that up. And so the books were detained. And they were, as Kathy mentioned, <laughs> poof, they were gone. And so, Kathy, I, I, Evelyn, were you guys ready to give up? Were you angry? Were you disappointed? Was is there ever a point in time when you said, uh, what are we going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> we did. Uh, it was a what are we going to do Next. now? That's right. And so we had had our, our sponsoring congressman had set aside this wonderful room for us to be able to gather in. And uh, Monday morning at 9.15, we were supposed to have all the books in hand. We were supposed to begin all of our visits to the House side, to all of the offices in the House. Um, and and we just, we, we didn't know what to do. And so we just opened in prayer. We all got in the room. We gathered around. And we committed the problem to God. And we said, okay, Lord, this is your problem. This is something we cannot do anything about. You know, you can't strong arm security at Washington, D.C. They will kick you right out of Washington, D.C. You know, you, and um, so we knew it was in God's hands. We knew that he is sovereign over all things. So we knew it wasn't a surprise to him. Um, we, I, I tell you, Carrie, I felt the Lord's presence on this initiative yeah, from beginning to end, like I have never experienced in my entire life. And, you know, even last night I was staying with a dear friend, uh, Sylvia Winden, who went on this initiative with us. And she was saying the exact same thing. She says she knew that this was God's appointed time, that this was these, these days were, were holy to God, that this group was set aside by God. And so when this came up, we said, okay, Lord, you, these appointments are yours. These appointments are not ours. We don't even know how we're going to make all of these appointments. We have a plan. It worked out on paper, but we didn't know how it was going to work out in real life. And so we said, all right, we're going to proceed according to the plan that, that you have given us. We're not going to worry about the books right now. We're not going to let that be a distraction. We are going to not give up. We are going to press forward, focus on prayer. We're not going to worry about the book. We're going to focus on prayer. <clears throat> and it was amazing what he did. <laughs> While we were opening doors to these offices, he was opening hearts mm -hmm. in, in, the, in these staff, among these U.S. representatives, among these senators. We were literally, Eric and I walked into this one room and we were meeting with this um, staff and, and we went over to pray and, and the staff member said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but the chief of staff can't meet with you because he's on the phone. And Eric and I thought, okay, 
on the phone. Sure, whatever. That's fine. We'll take it. We're good. Well, we prayed in that office and just prayed blessing over Mm -hmm. those staff. We did not pray issues. We didn't walk into that office and say, dear God, please help um, this U.S. representative to to save our babies. We know. I mean, yes, we desperately want that. But that is not what we prayed. We did not pray issues. We prayed for wisdom. We prayed for favor for those staff members and and those congressional leaders. We prayed that for peace and unity Mm -hmm. that the Lord would begin bringing these leaders together um, in the love of our nation to begin and and in the fear of God to begin working together as they haven't been able to work together. Well, anyway, Eric and I finished praying. We thanked the the young man at the front desk and and we went out and then where the the office we were just in, the door uh, opened and this this gentleman in his kind of late 30s comes running out after us. And we're thinking, oh, my gosh, what? why is he running after us? And he goes, hold on, hold on. He said, did you just, did you, 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 were, you were just here praying? And we said, yeah. He goes, I'm the chief of staff. I was on the phone. I didn't want to miss this opportunity. And it was so incredible. And, I mean, there is story after story of, of these things happening. And we just pressed forward in prayer. We didn't worry about the books. We left the books in God's hands for him to deal with. Yes. And uh, we did interviews for a, a Polish uh, YouTuber <laughs> on praying for your leader. You know, all of these really neat things. And, um, we, you know, our, our flesh did initially respond. We were disappointed. Mm-hmm. We were angry. And then we just had to remind ourselves and remember how God shows himself faithful and that he has it. He has it. And we don't have to give up. And we just pressed forward and, and started watching doors and hearts open. You know, it was exciting to see the different receptions that we had in the different offices. And one of the things I think that helped us really prepare for that was the chaplain did a message for us. Pretty, I would say, middle-aged African-American. His name is Chaplain Black. And he opened, he just opened up the doors of heaven in a way that we could understand. And I've I've been with him before, and, and I really like him. And we left there and said, Boy, that is powerful. I said, honey, he's just the first one. We, we're going to see things and hear things today that we've not heard before. And I do believe the 12 teams we had were handpicked by God, hand-placed by God. Just just the this joining of, of an attorney with a little old lady <laughs> that doesn't want to talk very much. Uh, you did such a terrific job on all that, Kathy. And it was God-driven, and that's the reason it was so, I think, so effective in what we did. One of the things that Van and I decided, real, we stayed back for a while to kind of get our breath, and I, I was having a little problem. And so when we finally, you know, decided, well, they're not going to bring the books, let's go ahead and do our team. I mean, Take our te- do our part of the teamwork. Is we the very first uh, one that we called on uh, was so generous and so gracious with his time that he thanked us for coming. Hmm. And uh, you know when when we were trying in there praying before we started out on uh, and we were in the Raven building, we were praying, Lord, each one of these are important to you. You've got them here. We want to build on what you have started. And so we decided that we wouldn't say we're here to pray for you. 
we decided we're here to give you a message. America is praying for you. And we want to bless you. And it was amazing. And some of the experiences were so funny. There was one little girl. She had about ten things going. And she'd give me. I'd say a little bit. She'd run and do something. And Van would say a little bit. And she'd run and do something. And she got so excited. And, and, and it was a, a. It was just a group of people. that Everybody was trying to get something out of her. Is what it was. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of stood there and watched and kind of, you know, just like this. And finally she said, now tell me again what you wanted to do. And uh, I said, well, Van mentioned that we're here to give you a message, whatever. But I'm here to, I'd like to pray for you. Because she'd already told me, you know, there's nobody else. And so she said, oh, oh. And she got her hands up in there and just hitting like this, like you bouncing a basketball. She said, nobody's ever prayed for me before. Nobody. And so Van did the talking and I did the praying. And you know, when we left that room, Van said, you know what? This works. <laughs> <laughs> this works. But, but the receptions, I think, was much more powerful, Kathy, than I anticipated they would mm-hmm. be. That's so true. And I love that you mentioned Chaplain Black. I'm Carrie, and this was amazing. He is the chaplain over the entire Senate. And uh, he had he, he gave us some time in the morning, and we thought we were just going to meet him and, and have a brief mm-hmm. prayer with him. He gave us uh, uh, probably 15, 20 minutes of his time, and he gave us the most powerful message yes. in this short little time frame. And he says, you are here doing the most important thing, exactly what we need. And he says, I don't want you to worry if you go into an office and you don't know what to pray, if you don't know how to pray. He goes, because the Bible tells us, that you don't know how to pray, mm-hmm. and you, you don't know what words to bring to the heavenly throne, but the Holy Spirit does. And so the fact that you are going and you are willing to do this, God will bless that, and the Holy Spirit is going to be um, intervening. He knows the need, and you just go into those offices, and, and oh, I just... I wish I had a tape recording of everything that Chaplain Black shared with us Mm -hmm. straight out of Scripture, example after example. And it was such an encouragement to me that it is okay that we feel awkward and we do not know how to pray, that we (laughs) cannot find the words. Because if we will just not give up in prayer and we will press forward and press into it. The Holy Spirit does everything that needs to get done, and it was it was incredible. And oh, we have so many stories we want to share with you. There there is something else that completely went wrong. Oh my gosh! We also want to tell you what God did with those books. So we got a a horror story that God turned into a praise, and we have the praise from the horror story that we've already shared with you. (laughs) We can't wait to share more about what God does when you never, never, never never give give up up. right after these messages. Stay with us. Hi, this is John Cotner, and you know we all can use some happiness, some hope, humor in our lives. I'm talking about the Good News Journal published by Evelyn Davison. Well, the Good News Journal is free and you can pick it up at locations across Central Texas like HEB, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries and churches, and it comes out every three months. 
Now, advertisers and writers interested in having an article published should call 512-249-6535. The Good News Journal, providing good news for the greater Austin and surrounding areas for 23 years. And now with more than 66,000 in circulation. Go to goodnewsjournal.net. That's goodnewsjournal.net. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on Shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are here with the Love Ladies. We just pray that you are having a phenomenal Saturday afternoon on this beautiful, beautiful country of ours. Thank you for listening. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkater. We're here with Kathy Enderbrock, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. And Miss Evelyn and Kathy are walking us through their journey in Washington, D.C. Now, Kathy, you'd never done anything like this before. You have much experience organizing things and opening um, big, uh, I I guess, entertainment uh, entertainment properties. But this is organizing 24 delegates into 11 prayer teams in our nation's capital to visit 535 offices in two and a half days. Holy cow, it's just such a big task. That's um, a perfect recipe for the unexpected to happen. Absolutely. So we talked about how the books didn't show up, Kathy. They were they were ordered and mailed in plenty of time. In mm-hmm. fact, Miss Evelyn, you even got notice that they had been received probably mm-hmm. I don't know ten days or so in advance of the trip, maybe maybe two weeks in advance of the trip. And of course, you get there and poof, there's there's no books. So, um, Kathy, what what happened with the books? Well, so you know. We prayed. We we put the problem in God's hands, and this is what He did. He introduced us to a friend, <laughs> and I think that's sometimes what He does. Is He says, you know, this is not something I have for you, but I do have someone prepared for this. Mm-hmm. And so we made a friend, and her her name is Peggy Knee Neighbor, and she is the head of uh, Faith and Action in Washington D.C. And she has the most incredible ministry. And, you know, if you, friends, if you want to go look it up, it's uh, faithinaction.org. Mm-hmm. You can just Google Faith in Action Washington, D.C., um, Peggy Knee Neighbor. And uh, she said, she, she told us, we, we went to a luncheon and met all of these incredible leaders uh, throughout D.C., 
And we shared our problem and said, can everyone please pray for this? Because, you know, we're not sure how this is going to resolve and what the Lord is doing with this. And uh, Peggy came up to us after the luncheon and she said, I will deliver those books for you. Mm-hmm. I have security clearance and access to all of the offices. I will be the one to do this. I will coordinate my staff. And um, so she came back to me even the next day, and she says, we've been praying over this, and we believe that the Lord specifically wants yes. it this way because when you went in to pray, if you had had those books, there would only be one office visit, and that would have been it. You would have prayed. You would have mm-hmm. left the book and done deal. And she said, but now you have gone and prayed with everyone. We are going to follow up and deliver those books and remind them we are here from the group that came and prayed March 11th through 14th with you. This is from them. They want you to have this for the office. And so Peggy now has organized to to present them each office with a little Easter, um, a little Easter basket. In, in, that has this book in it, and so she has access to all of the offices because we already have the clearance from our con- congressional sponsors that allow us access to the office. So the Lord, we thought it was going to be one. He goes, no, 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 I'm going to double that. It's going to be two visits to wow. every office. Well, you know, when you think about that, uh, we get so bothered by the little side trails of yes. life. And one of the things that that uh, we did that was really uh, important to me, Van and I have done a lot of traveling through the years, and I collect rocks. I collect stones. And uh, we had, part of the initiative uh, was that we would each bring two stones. And what were we going to do with those, Kathy? We were going to carry those stones around in our pockets as we went to pray at all of these congressional offices. Um, as we got to pray with Senator Chaplin Black, mm-hmm. all the senators, the, U, the U.S. representatives, the staff members, we carried these stones. On the last day of our initiative, we went to the Supreme Court. We prayed around the Supreme Court. Um, we had the opportunity to go into the Supreme Court. Now, you can't pray openly in the Supreme Court. Can't so close your eyes or you can't bow your close, head. You cannot close your eyes, cannot bow your head. So what we did was we just had conversations with God as mm-hmm. we walked around the Supreme Court. And then after that, we went we went outside the Supreme Court, out onto the sidewalk, um, right across the street from where Faith in Action has the Ten Commandments. And we, each of us, took one of the two stones out of our pocket. We prayed together as a group one last time. And we gave, each of us gave one of those stones to Peggy Neighbor, and she is placing those at the foot of the Ten Commandments, which face the Supreme Court. And we are leaving those in Washington, D.C. as a, a commemorative to what we did. And then we are, ta- we, each of us took that second stone with us as a testament that we, of what the Lord accomplished in D.C., that he has heard all of our prayers in D.C., and that we each have a commitment to continue to pray for our leaders in D.C. So every time we take out that stone that we returned home with us, that went on that journey with us, it's a remembrance before for each of us that, w- that we've made that commitment to continue to pray. Well, Van forgot to put his stone in, in the pot before we left. <laughs> and we went from there to David's tent. 
Ah, oh, that was incredible. And as we were sitting there, Van gave me that stone, and I said, and it had on there hope. I said, and they had a display table, and I said, let's lay the hope on the line, the thrill of hope of knowing that Christ is coming again. And uh, Easter is upon us, and, you know, we've been through the gate. And it was such a special time for him to be able to do that because he felt bad because he didn't, you know, didn't, didn't give up with fix his stone. But, you know, those were the surprises that, that we got. I, one of them was when we uh, met with Ted Cruz. He cleared the way and talk, got all, all of us over there to make our picture with him. When we went with John Carter, who is our uh, representative, he had a rocking chair in his big reception room. He just ran back in the rocker, and we had fun, didn't we? <laughs> so it was not like we were just constantly on the brink of fighting the enemy of Easter, but it was like we were in a family that God was moving. Did you feel that way? Oh, Evelyn, yes. I mean, the peace of God. When You know, there's this verse in Ephesians that talks about your um, feet being shod with the gospel of peace. And that is what we felt this this whole time as we were sitting with, with Senator Rich in his office. And it was just these beautiful times together where you were not rushed you were just sitting right where the lord wanted you to be and and talking openly with our nation's leaders about god and what he was doing in our nation and and the and and how he is our ever present help in time of need and what we need help with in our nation right now and um uh, what were brilliant times. What were some of the other problems we had that he, he dealt with? <laughs> <laughs> Name a couple of Okay, so there's two. One, um, the first day, <laughs> we were supposed to go to all these offices and pray. And, and, and our it was eight hours on, on the Monday. Eight hours where every single prayer team, we went out in groups of two, prayer teams of two. And halfway through the day... Uh, it was right. At, it was right after lunchtime, right around one thirty, two o'clock. Everybody started coming back to this this meeting room that we had in Rayburn, exhausted, googly eyed, like, oh my gosh. And and Eric and I, we had come back too, and we thought, I thought, oh Lord, we can't do anymore. We're exhausted. Mm-hmm. We have just spent. I mean, think of praying for ten minutes. Think of praying for an hour. Well, we had just prayed for five hours on our feet constantly, never sitting down, praying for five hours with group after group that shared need after need. You know, we don't know if we're going to have jobs because this U.S. representative that we love is running for governor, and we want him to get that governor position so he can be near his family because his wife is having a baby. But it means we won't have jobs. And women saying, please pray for my relationship. Pray for my relationship with my boyfriend. The young men saying, we can't talk together. Like, our sides will not talk. The senators saying, you know, we we can go out and have dinner together, but we can't even bring up an issue because we're so divided. And so, you know, these needs just pouring out and, and the joy of prayer was, was just incredible, but it was spiritually exhausting, physically exhausting. So we came back into this room in the Rayburn building and I thought, oh, Lord. We cannot go on. We, every no, Nobody has anything left. And so we started sharing everything that the Lord had done that that morning, sharing like our best stories of what he had done, this just mind-blowing stuff that he had done. 
And the most incredible thing happened. It was like everybody got refreshed by all of these stories. It was it was like the fatigue just left and it was we it was like we were at a pep rally, like a <laughs> Jesus pep rally and he was on stage and he was doing all of these amazing things and we were like getting rah rah and so we we spent about a half an hour together sharing all of these amazing things that God had done. And it was like, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. And we went out and continued to pray until 530 that day. So we went out for, it was about three to four more hours that everybody went out. And at the end of the night, again, exhausted, and we started sharing over dinner. And it was like a praise rally for everything. God. I mean, we were amazed. I was amazed by what Eric, what God did with with Eric and I when we went around. But then I got to hear what he did with Van and Evelyn. I got to hear what he did with, with Vicky and John and with Joyce and Wayne and with Sylvia and, and, and Morgan. And we were amazed. We're like, he did what? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it was wow. So... I mean, truly, God just, um, joy in the Lord, it is like food for the soul. And, um, oh, my goodness, there's one more. I don't think we have time to share it, though. Oh, okay. There's one more thing that happened on our last day that is so unbelievable. I cannot wait to share it with you, friends. You are going to want to hear this Um, But we are going to have to take our very last break to hear from our amazing sponsors. We'll come back for our very last segment, and we will wrap this up right after this. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor of First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just a general town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. George Christensen and his family at Costa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Costa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call Casa at 334-7300. 
Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Bigger small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are listening to The Bridge. Thank goodness you have found The Love Ladies. The Bridge in Austin. Oh my goodness, the love ladies, we're here to share with you, we're here to love you, we are here to do life with you every single Saturday at 2 o'clock. You've found us, and golly, we're we're wrapping up our time talking about this amazing trip that Kathy and Evelyn took with 22 others, that 24 people total with this prayer initiative in Washington, D.C., and I tell you, friends, um, Kathy told us a story about how you know, the books were lost, and no books is no problem for God. And I, I tell you, they were going to get to visit the office one time and pray and give a book. But the Lord said, you know what, I'm going to double the blessings here. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is just such um, food for thought for our lives, friends, that God is bigger than what we can even dream or imagine. His creativity never ceases to amaze me. For this group, Faith and Action, to take those books and give an Easter blessing to these offices, wow. It's just God is creative. And as Miss Evelyn says, we just have to show up for duty and see what God does. Sometimes we just need to get out of the way and show up. And the Lord just richly blesses those endeavors. And then the second thing that I think has really impacted me today, Kathy, Evelyn, is that you said you were weary. You were weary after praying for four hours, five hours, and and you kind of like drug back to the meeting place. And, you know, I think so many times in our Christian lives, we think that our walk is, is just not impacting anyone, that we're just feeling emotionally drained by trying to maybe do things the right way, whenever the Lord says, you know what, I got this, I got your back. Throw that throw that stone in the in the river and let the ripples happen. I've got this. And he says, Come to me with your weary self and I will give you rest. And Kathy, that's what y'all did. Y'all came to each other. You came to God and you said, Oh my goodness, my feet hurt. I've been standing up for five hours. My voice kinda hurts. I've been praying all day. You know, I can look my husband in the eye for five more hours, but man, this is this is difficult. And your stories rejuvenated each other. And God gave you that shot in the arm that said, okay, here you go. I'm giving you some more energy. I'm giving you another shot of wisdom. I'm giving you another shot of energy. Go take it back to these offices. And Kathy, wow. So kind of two things that could have been a little bit disastrous or tripped you guys up. The Lord turned them into huge positives. Now, I know there were some other things that happened uh, that were a little bit nerve wracking as well. Well, okay, so it's our our very last day, and and I tell you, everything that God had done the first two days 
it set my feet on solid ground for the third day. <laughs> you know, if I had experienced the third day on the first day, I would not have been ready for mm. it. But I was ready for the third day. I was excited about what God was going to do. We had prayed at the Supreme Court. We had we had uh, put those commemorative rocks down at, for, to be placed at the Ten Commandments. And then we went over to David's tent. And uh, David's tent is right at the very end of the National Mall mm-hmm. um, underneath the, the Washington Monument. And I was so looking forward to this. And, and friends, you can go just Google David's tent, Washington, D.C. You can learn all about that. In David's tent, worship and scripture are lifted to the Lord 24-7. I mean, nonstop. This has been going on now for, is it four years now, Evelyn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for a number of years. So the, the praise and worship never stop. They never cease at the heart of our nation's capital. Well, so I was so looking forward to this. This was going to be the thing that wrapped up our time together as a group. And so I imagined that I would walk into David's tent and it would be like walking into this holy tabernacle where this incredible (laughs) praise music was just filling the tent and that our whole group would just kind of come there and, and be suspended in this quiet peace of beautiful joyous worship and so we were on our way to David's tent and the wind was just incredible mm-hmm. right Evelyn do you remember uh, Ben had to hold on to me yes <laughs> but Evelyn was going to blow away <laughs> yeah two ways <laughs> so so this is a, a, a literal tent I don't know if you've been camping but when the when the wind comes it whips at the sides of that tent and so the when we were inside the tent the wind was so loud that you just could not even hear yourself think. I mean, mm-hmm. it was incredibly loud. And that the worship that they had, the worship team that they had, were two sweet elderly mm-hmm. ladies. One was at the keyboard um, with the microphone playing the keyboard and, um, and, and singing. And the other one was just um, once, once the gal at the keyboard would finish uh, doing music, the other gal would read a piece of scripture. And um, I thought, well, this isn't the worship I had envisioned. And there were no words on the board. So I was like, I don't even know what song they're singing. This isn't the song I would have chosen. And I thought, oh, this is a disaster. We can't, I can't worship here. I can't even hear myself think here. Um, You know, God, why didn't you have an amazing worship band up there for our final day? And I just. (laughs) And so I just thought, okay, Kathy, you know what? You just go and you work the plan that God has given you. Mm -hmm. You are here to worship. Now you go up. And you worship. That is what you hear. What you are here for. You don't worry about about what song they are singing. You don't worry about how loud the wind is. Like the Lord can drown out the wind. He's bigger than the wind. And so all of us went up. They had this seating area where you could go up, and everyone just started worshiping the Lord. And it was like mind blowing. Incre- the like just you know where the spirit was like just wrapping himself around you I don't even know how to explain it I'm like oh my gosh someone's got to be being saved today in this tent and um <laughs> so it was amazing and someone pointed out that they had these communion cups mm-hmm. 
And so the bottom had a little bit of juice, and you peeled off the top. It had a little wafer. And I thought, oh, we have a pastor in our group. We'll close with communion. And so we had finished worshiping. We gathered everyone around. Well, there was a young man that had come in, and the pastor was speaking with this young man, sitting down with this young man. And I walked up to the pastor. I touched his hand. He gave me that look that said, I am not available right now. And I thought, okay, Lord. This pastor's not available. How do we do communion without a pastor? You can't do communion without a pastor. I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, we have to do communion without a pastor. So there was a, we got in a circle and uh, there was a gentleman right to my right who had been with us. He was a lawyer. And I thought, well, can a lawyer lead us through communion? Like, is that even biblical? I wasn't sure. And I thought, well, Matthew was a tax collector. So what's, you know, a lawyer can lead us through communion. And so I said, Alan, would you lead us through communion? He said, I'd love to. And he, oh, Evelyn, right? Yes. Amazing. Incredible. Like this moving experience. He walked through the communion elements and we did communion together. And then we closed in this time of prayer that like the Holy Spirit just sealed everything that that he had done. This whole initiative sealed it in our hearts, burned those memories in, burned that passion in our hearts. And it was like his stamp of approval on this Mm -hmm. whole thing and it was such an incredible lesson for us that we were praying we'd done communion these women were singing they were reading scripture this young man was being saved right behind us like (laughs) he was busy (laughs) (laughs) but you know no matter how lord how loud those winds were and that was part of the problem uh it it couldn't ground out the voice of the Lord Jesus and the work that he wanted to do. And worship is not dependent on the right song or the right prayer or the right preacher. It's when the Holy Spirit is there and Mm. he was there. And then sometimes, you know, it's good to have a good lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) And Alan Parker is one. He is uh, president of the Justice Foundation. And, uh, you know, when we look at all of that in Washington, D.C., and we got to come home. Uh, and begin to look at the end of the story. And for me, it's you know, it's it was such an exciting time. It was such a fulfilling time. And but what have we come home to? We've come home to National Day of Prayer and preparing for that. And so we got a lot of things going on. Uh, April the thirtieth, we'll have Governor's Prayer Breakfast, Kathy, here and. Uh, at Doubletree, and our speaker will be Don Piper. Don was a pastor who was hit by an 18-wheeler and cut off his arm and his leg, and they thought he was dead. And another pastor came along and prayed for him, and uh, they got him to the hospital, and he has a wonderful story. So there's a movie made of it. And then uh, the other things, you know, we've just got... um, We've got some real things ahead of us that that are just as important as our trip to Washington, D.C. And that's why you never give up. You mm-hmm. don't give up. You come home and you start over, Miss. I Terry. tell you what, Miss Evelyn, you know, you just had a birthday, and we, we constantly are kind of kidding you about uh, what's next, Miss Evelyn, you know, and <laughs> retirement friends is not even in your vocabulary, is it, Miss Evelyn? Well, no, because I'm going to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I tell my, my great-grandchildren, uh, Granny has, uh, has, has a flight she's going to catch, and I have a 
boarding pass. I have a seat assignment. And I'm just waiting for the boarding call. And so, you know, when you look at it, and he's building us a house. And it won't be like the tent. It's going to be a structured mansion that we're going to live in. And so I think when I graduate, that's what I got ahead of. But before that, who knows how long? At 87, I don't think I'll live much past 90. Uh, let's let's, let's, let's not give it a, a, a date, all right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay? I think you've got the Lord has... Um, absolutely shown us that he's not finished with you yet. Well, thank you very much. You know, um, April 30th, Governor's Prayer Breakfast. You can check that out. Don Piper will be our speaker. And, of course, friends, you can always call us on the Love Line at 512-249-6535. If you don't have a Bible, if you want to know more about Jesus and how he can impact your life and how he can blow your mind, with his creativity. Give us a call on that love line. Check us out every Saturday here on Love Talk with the Love Ladies. You're listening to The Bridge, Austin. And, of course, you can find us on lovetalknetwork.com. We we pray blessings over you. We hope that you know that the Father in Heaven loves you, that he wants an intimate relationship with you. We pray that today you will look to him for answers. And find us here next time on Love Talk.